Welcome back and happy 2021 squad family. For those of you that are new here, hello. My name is Dr. Kali and I am the voice behind the Happy Single Brand. If we've learned nothing else from these past couple of months, we know that life is way too short to fuss over where God has us for way too long. So I help coach and encourage singles to do something else with their singleness season instead of wallow and waste it completely. Each month, I also have events for my squad too, found right under the events section of my site. Once you subscribe and log in, using either your own password or password as password, you'll have access to um, different links to Bible studies and stuff that we have each month this week or this month, I would say. Uh, we're studying Philippians and other things, um, you know, throughout the month. So no, this isn't new as I've had this for the last two years and I've done about 200 events to date. Um, so check out uh, kind of the event space on our website as I'd love to grow with you during this season. So today we're going to talk about why I think you shouldn't join the hype in making new year's resolutions. Now, don't worry. I'm not going to leave you hanging. I will offer alternatives, which I think are better, but honestly, some of these things are probably things that you've already done without realizing it. And then at the end of our time together, I'll leave you with some scriptures to meditate on as you embark upon the new year ahead and a bonus goodie we'll talk about later. You can download a copy of your freebie also using link if you're not a member of the Happy Single Squad family, which is free. Um, for those friends, they already have a direct download link once they sign into the site. Um, so keep in mind before we get into all this, that I'm not a therapist or a psychologist and that that is also a great option for those of you that may need it and a great resource for finding one near you is to go on Psychology Today, look up Christian counselors, therapists, um, and then you can even break it down by insurance plans if you'd like to use your insurance to find one that's best for you. So anyway, we'll start with where this tradition of New Year's Eve came from, or New Year's resolutions, I should say, I'm sorry, came from. Um, as if we need another layer of stress over the next couple of days to weeks. Um, and then how everyone else is doing with their goals historically. And then on to my solution to this never-ending subject this time of year. And then lastly, we'll take a look at some verses because no matter what you decide to do, I'd argue that devotion with God needs to be at the top of your plans. So where did this come from? <sighs> Culture. Um, I know you're thinking, to yourself, since when do I talk about what the culture is doing? Enjoy. It's just for perception purposes only and to prove a point because, you know, I try to be as counterculture um, for my own sanity as possible. So in short, according to history.com, people have been torturing themselves for over 4,000 years with this. I quote from history.com, despite the tradition's religious roots, New Year's resolutions today are mostly secular practice. Instead of making promises to the gods, most people make resolutions only to themselves and focus purely on self-improvement, which may explain why such resolutions seem so hard to follow through on. Yay for society leading us down another rabbit hole. Woohoo! But that's not all, folks. Now on to the statistics. History.com has more, and it's good. They share, according to a recent research, many as many as 45% of Americans say they usually make New Year's resolutions. Only 8% are successful in achieving their goals. But that dismal record probably won't stop people from making resolutions anytime soon, after all. We've had about 4,000 years of practice. So with that, let's move on, shall we? Let's move on from this no good, very bad practice that gets us nowhere but frustrated. Now, before we move on, let me preface by saying that I'm not trying to make a stink and say that self-improvement isn't valid or something we should strive for. I'm not saying that at all, considering that a lot of what I talk about is just that. And that's the point. 
I just argue that it should be ongoing and all year long and not just celebrated 30 days out of the year only to leave people feeling defeated at the very beginning of it. There are healthier and more productive ways to goal set all year long instead of that one point when the year turns up a number. Some solutions. Number one, let's start with what we should be focusing on all year long. Well, what does God want you to be focusing on? Have you asked him? Have you sat for weeks or months talking with him, adjusting, praying, and whatnot? Because my prayer for you is that you start to do or continue to do just that. Um, and for those of us that have been doing that, which I know is probably a lot of us, um, you know, when New Year's comes along, some of you might be saying, I've been reflecting and adjusting all year. I really don't know what to do. Um, so oftentimes, though, you don't need to make a resolution because you know good and well some of the things he's been bringing to the forefront of your mind that you were pushing to the back um, that he obviously wants you to handle. So whatever that is, is most likely something you can continue to pray about and walk alongside God with in this new year to change, adjust, or reevaluate altogether. Um, why? Um, why is this probably a better way to go about New Year's resolutions because it's personal and it's not alongside of a fleeting thought or a point that culture is pushing you to think about because it's the new year. You'll most likely be more apt to follow through with this, not just in January, but until it improves or resolves itself or is answered because it's personal to you and the journey God has you on. Um, solution two, possibly for those of you that might have already combed through the mind and heart already and have maybe had a heart to heart with God many a times about where you are and where you want to be. Um, maybe you're looking for something a little bit more paper oriented or journal focused. Um, I'd love this next little exercise that possibly you'd like to do. So I invite you um, to take a look at maybe the wheel of life. If you down downloaded your freebie, you'll see this worksheet um, packet as part of it. Yes, many in the coaching world work through this and find the results to be pretty telling. Um, the document says you'll need about 15 to 30 minutes, and I do think that's about right. Um, according to um, where I got this document from, Positive Psychology Program, um, this activity is aimed to rate domains, which we'll go over, on a scale of 1 to 10, from not at all satisfied to completely satisfied. And after you rate your personal domains, um, opportunities for increasing satisfaction in each domain are discussed or you can begin to tackle on your own. So some of these domains include money and finance, career and work, health and fitness, fun and recreation, environment, community, family and friends, partner and love, growth and learning, and spirituality. So as you can already kind of see in here, this is not just for singles. It's for anybody that wants to take a closer reflection at not only what it is that they're doing in their life, but how well it's going for them and whether or not they want to adjust. Um, so after you connect the lines, you can rate your satisfaction in each domain of life and um, once you do that, you may actually be shocked with some of the results. Um, every time I do this exercise, I always see something that I thought was high that actually wasn't and needs to be worked on. Um, so my things came down to, um, you know, focus, focusing more on God um, and then also my overall wellness. The last time I did this exercise was in August of 2020, and wellness has actually increased as a um, area of not concern, I shouldn't say, but as an area that I definitely need to be more vigilant about um, in my weekly um, scheduling. So 
Um, I thought that that was really interesting to kind of see the shift from having a more lax and laid back summer period when I took it the last time to now being full in throes of um, the education world now. So, um, you know, let's see what you'll have once you do this activity. For those of you, this seems like an interesting thing to do. Um, be sure to send me a message to tell me your results. I'd love to hear it if we're not working um, in our sessions on it. So, you know, as always, pray with God and you may have found your area of focus with this wheel that also lines to something he's been telling you to do. Yes, that way you aren't missing something you should be taking a look at because this wheel does cover so many different areas, even areas that we probably don't want to be bothered with. Um, it is a nice activity that even if you don't want to do the full activity, even just reflecting off of all those different domains may prove to be um, a really positive piece for you. Um, you know, I know that some of us need to see in black and white um, some things before we actually acknowledge it. And so don't worry if that's you, you're in good company. I'm right there with you. Um, so I'm just going to put it out there that spirituality and God and our devotion time with him probably need to be like an additional page. Um, but again, they're not Christian. So of course they didn't think of that. Um, and then third, now that we know what we're looking at or what we should be focusing on with God, um, as far as things that we want to improve either in the short-term period or during a long-term period, don't overcomplicate things. You know, think for a moment. When have you accomplished a goal or made a deadline or completed a really big task? Unless you procrastinated the whole time like I usually do, you probably broke it into smaller pieces, right? So instead of going buck wild, break things into smaller pieces so that wherever God leads you, whether it be January on and beyond, you're successful. So here's what it could look like, um, just to give you some ideas or things to jog your memory about how this doesn't have to be super complicated. Um, so if we're talking about money and finances, if you need to squash debt, save for a down payment for something, whatever it is, um, you know, save aside a set amount a week or automate your accounts for a certain amount. That way you're accomplishing those goals and beginning to chip away at whatever that larger amount is. I like to take a number um, that I'd like to save or work towards and divide it by 12 or 24 for the amount of years that I'm interested in working on that goal. Um, so Mint is a great way to track and stay on top of your finance goals, um, whether it be for a couple of months or for a couple of years. And it also tracks your spending and sends you emails and changes. So yes, you guys know I love working with this app, um, whether it be the desktop version, which is like a hundred has a hundred times more um, capabilities in the app. But I usually just use the phone app for my needs at this point. But um, it tracks your checking, savings, net worth of any accounts, whether it's your investments, savings. Um, debts, investments, credit cards, whatever. Um, and it just keeps track of it under one neat area for free. So oftentimes I'll use that before I even check into my individual accounts because it's just all right there. Um, maybe you have career work that's come up as something you need to focus on. Is there a task you could do differently on Mondays or a meeting you could plan differently for before you click into the Zoom room? Sometimes smaller steps during the week will help you make a lasting impact throughout the month when it comes to work. Timers are also good to allow you to kind of focus in on things that you want to get done, but then also know that a break is coming. Um, is there a degree or certificate or training you need to do? Um, put it on the calendar before something fun to stay motivated, motivated um, to get it done. And then next we have health and fitness. I love this one. I always fail when I go hard for a week and then never touch that exercise routine that I was so excited about again. Instead, just try to stagger it out 
um, with week one, you know, do one workout with week two, do two workouts with week three, three workouts and so on, especially for those of us that are not, um, athletes or former athletes, you know, there's no rush to become this super athlete in a month. Um, you know, that way you're not killing your body, which also sets you back in more ways and can also move you towards like injuring yourself. Um, so just, you know, show your body and brain some grace and just do things in achievable increments. Um, you know, once I was into the groove of working out, uh, a couple of years ago before school got in the way, um, I was at the gym, like a good five to six days a week. Um, sometimes even Sunday mornings, uh, doing like sometimes two a days as well. Um, and you know, did I do that on week one of signing up at the gym? Absolutely not. But by mid year, you know, I was able to move from one practice on Saturdays, change my gi and move right into the next practice for the next hour. Um, so not because I was she Hulk, but because my body had acclimated to working out and increasing those workouts over time. So again, don't stress yourself out. Um, you know, to give yourself um, some time to ease into things so that it can become more of a routine than not. Um, and one of the sites I've used during COVID to help me with this is Grace and Strength Yoga. It's a great Christian-based um, website um, that gives you yoga routines along with scriptures. Um, and they're like $8 a month, so like um, relatively on the cheaper side. And then also Nike, a lot of their um, app is now free, especially during COVID. So that's another alternative for people that want to work out. Um, and uh, the Nike app has a wide range of workouts um, anywhere they even have yoga on there too so anywhere from yoga to like kettlebell workouts to if you've got a gym they even have like you know full gym workouts and stuff and I want to say that their premium account at least um, during the winter months when I last checked was free still um, so you might want to check that out and then also spirituality make it a routine find a time of the day that works for you um, you know, and stick to it. So I'm a night owl and I end up reading at night. The more I try to read first thing in the morning, the less it actually happens. So find a time of day that works for you. Lunch hour, on the way to work, listening to dwell or a Bible app, putting the kids to bed, whatever it is, find it and keep it and build from there. God and you will have a great time. I promise. If you miss a night or two, that's okay. Don't be upset. Just restart and try it again. Um, you see, it wasn't so bad after all, right? We got down to business, but we bit off chunks we could choose so that we can use our time more wisely all year long working and reflecting on our goals. If it's not working, don't wait until next January to fix it. Adjust and keep it moving. I just want you to win. The bottom line is to take something God has laid on your heart, pray about it some more, do the next step of it, and keep taking more and more steps, even if that means forward again for a couple of steps because you fell off. You're human, remember? Um, so last but not least, here are some verses um, that I'd love to share with you. Remember, God is with you when you make your plans both now and in the future. So Proverbs 16.9, um, this is the NIV version, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Have some patience and be kind to yourself. It's not a sprint. And remember to take it a day at a time. Um, Psalms 59 verses 9 through 10. For, um, this is the NIV version. You are my strength. I watch for you. You, God, are my fortress, my God on whom I can rely. God will go before me and will let me gloat over those who slander me. If you run into some walls, remember Hebrew 13, 8. Um, this is Hebrew 13, 8 and King James Version. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. And if all else fails, remember Daniel 6, 27 in the NIV Version. He rescues and he saves. He performs signs and wonders in the heavens and on earth. He has rescued Daniel from the power of the lions. 
as always, I'm praying for you. And if I don't see you for a one-on-one coaching session this month or during one of our events, I still am praying that you are having the best um, start to your new year and that you are taking it one step at a time. I'll see you in February and uh, thanks for joining me and have a blessed time with Christ this week. This is Dr. K and I'm out.